0: Been over sideways tumbling down the stairs you got me right there you got me got me left drunk maybe spin the bottle come on baby truth or dare you got me right there you got me got me left drunk
1: went to the parking lot of trader joe's to change <laughs> and went in and grabbed like the little like shot of coffee they'll yeah. give you um yeah. and then went to cbs uh <sighs> and it was
2: An amazing story. Here I am. Hello, and welcome to Love Drunk. Woo! He's here. Here I am. I am your host, Charlotte Rose. I am here with just one of the best boys. One of my favorite boys. Who is it? It's Tucker Martin. Oh my god. Oh my
1: god. He sounds cool. Yeah,
2: no, he's amazing. I
1: feel like I would hate him.
2: Shut up. You would not.
1: We're starting off strong.
2: (laughs) You would love him so much. Everyone has to love him legally to be friends with me you have to love tucker martin or else it's like not gonna work out here on love drug we do allow the guests to pick the poison and anything is on the table except for gin. oh that's right uh, we do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, start, so start your, your
1: own, own podcast. podcast. It's do not it, that There's hard, not guys. There,
2: honestly, there just aren't enough podcasts. I actually don't listen to that many podcasts. I, don't I... I
1: listen to, actually, this is the only podcast I listen to that is not political. <laughs> I listen to a lot of political podcasts.
2: Yeah, I feel bad. I feel like, as a podcaster, I should listen to more podcasts.
1: Why listen to others speak when you can listen to yourself speak?
2: Exactly. And your friends. yeah. That's the shit I'm interested in, honestly. Hook You didn't see, but we hooked them. We (laughs) did hook them. So as you may realize, Tucker and I did go to college together. We did meet in college. Was it love at first sight? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What a night. What a night indeed. That was honestly kind of a joke, but truly it was love at first sight, wasn't it?
1: ridiculous. That was one of the craziest nights of my life, and it (laughs) happened too early. It did. Like, best nights of my life should be... Closer to now than then. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Tucker and I were at a college party, and...
1: First, we went to get, uh, an improv show.
2: Did we? Did yes. we go to... And then we you to... were trying
1: to... Or Kevin was trying to convince me to go to the party. Yes. And you oh and Natalie God. joined. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'll go. Actually, okay. This is too long of a this story. Isn't,
2: it's there. theres a long, convoluted story with all of this, yes. but I will say that we ended up at a party, and this was... I don't think... This was back before Lyft was, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't prominent yet in Austin. Lyft and Uber were not prominent yet.
1: And me spending money was never prominent, so. Oh,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, And so we walked from this party to Kevin's house. Yes. and
1: We, we walked to two parties. Because first was a birthday party, and uh-huh. then we walked to... Was it Independence Hall? Yes, so it
2: was. It was, it was 100% Independence yeah. Hall. Oh, my God. So... Independence Hall was a house, and it was a bunch of boys, and they named their house. We name. I think that this is a thing. Oh, like is this? So. A, this is a college thing, right? People naming their houses.
1: I've only been to one college, That's but very true. I, a hundred percent of my experience with college, people have named houses. People
2: name houses, and so it was Independence Hall It was one of the party houses, and we walked from this party. Tucker and I did not know each other. No, never met. We had never <laughs> met before. I had seen him I went from a birthday party. You, which is you where knew I met me? Kevin. Wait! Shut up. Yeah. This it just keeps going deeper it and is deeper. Many layers. Oh my god!
1: But yes, this is where we first. Yeah. Like, so this
2: is when we first talked, and we went to Kevin's, and then we just sat for hours.
1: A talking long time. For
2: hours, just talking about everything, talking about our childhoods, yep. talking about like religion, talking about our hopes and mm-hmm. dreams and insecurities. Ta- th- I cannot express to you, like. How little Tucker and I had, (laughs) like, we had not interacted at this point. I was
1: so desperate and, like, not desperate. I loved you and, like, we connected. But I, I, up to this point, I had just hidden in my Mm. Creekside dormitory home and never left. And here were these people who were just dreams. Yeah. You are the dream. Stop. Remains a dream. Was a dream. All around Uh, dream. Oh, start. But, like... What a great thing.
2: But yeah, and so we were talking about all this shit, and Mm -hmm. then I remember, we, Natalie and I, were living together, and you and Kevin walked us home a mile, a full mile, Tucker and I, arm in arm, discussing things. I was talking to you about Derek. I was telling you about Derek, and you were like, and you were like, I don't know Derek, but I saw him tonight, and he wears stupid hats, and his teeth are fucked up. Sounds like me. Yeah, and he was like... Derek sucks because he doesn't love you, and I'm like, damn, you're right.
1: Yeah, I um, already knew he sucked because I'm great one, and I already loved you. Uh huh. Um.
2: Uh-huh. That was such here a we good were. Night. What a time! I haven't, I haven't thought about that night in so long, but that was a very, very important night. It, was.
1: it also went. It was my first all nighter in college.
2: Oh my god! But enough about how much we love each other. <laughs> Which is a whole hell of a lot. Never enough. Oh my God. We can, I just think that (laughs) I could talk about it forever. I feel like the listeners will get a little bit bored. Fair. Which is fine. We can do a podcast
1: for just the two of us. (gasps) Oh my
2: God. (laughs) I actually got really excited at that. (laughs) That's my next project. Uh, Tune into my
1: secret podcast. Where
2: I just talk to people I love about Mm -hmm. how much we love each other. Tucker, what the hell are we drinking?
1: Today we are drinking. Well, we, t- we wanted to drink mojitos, we was our plan. We
2: tried so hard. Yeah,
1: um, I love mojitos, uh-huh. I do. Um, I'm Generally, if I'm drinking something, I'm mm-hmm. drinking beer or wine. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's summer, I just got to California for permanence.
0: Ayy. Oh my god, Ugh.
1: Um, And Congrats. I was like, I should, let's do a mojito, mm-hmm. let's like mix it up. Um, it's my mom's favorite drink in the world. Yes. She's the first person who I had one with. Mm-hmm. Um, and mom, if you're listening, that's the most proud of me you'll be on this podcast. So stop now. Stop all your head. Please Please please, for the love you hold me. Stop listening.
2: We made mojito inspired beverages. I would say (laughs) (laughs) we had the lime. We had the mint. I guess I just picked out some bad limes because these
1: we had some dry ass limes. We had some
2: dry ass limes. We were squeezing (laughs) and squeezing, and no juice was coming out. We got one. I bought three limes. And we got maybe one juicy lime out of it. It was
1: crazy. It was like, they'd be great for like prop limes, Mm -hmm. which like, it looks like the lime is being squeezed. Uh, The lime is being squeezed. Yeah. It's not, nothing's coming out. Or
2: if you, I don't know if you just like to take a bite out of a (laughs) lime, if that's like your... cup of tea, I'm sure you'd be able to get more lime out of there. I had to put them through a garlic press to get the juice out. It was
1: innovative though. I was very impressed.
2: But we did make vodka mojito inspired beverages.
1: They're not horrible.
2: They're not bad. They're not mojitos. They're not not mojitos for sure. I want to take you somewhere and buy you a mojito Uh, to make it up to you.
1: That's sweet.
2: I want us Too to experience mosquitos together, <laughs> because today was not the day that no, that happened. No. But hey, we're here. Tucker brought popcorn and fruit from Trader Joe's, and so if you hear us chewing throughout the podcast, I'm that's sorry. what's happening. Um, oh my gosh. Um, so you mentioned earlier yes. that you just got out to California Here I am. Forever. Yes, forever.
1: Um, forever. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. for yeah. For the indefinite period from now, from now until I move.
2: For for now. Yeah, for yeah. for now.
1: Um, yes, I did. I uh, was here from January mm-hmm. to May doing our program, our acting program. And I'm an acting major. Uh, mm-hmm. Spends our last semester out here, and then I went home to graduate. And here I am right. now,
2: back. You're here. So so you're just out of college, fresh. Yes. out living in LA are you dating are you on the apps well what's happening okay
1: I'm I'm on the app the, one of the, app. I'm one on of the apps. I'm on Tinder. You're on um, Tinder. Yeah. Okay. Um, are, you,
2: are you not a Bumble Boy? or are you I've a...
1: had a Bumble. I've okay. had a Bumble. I've bumbled. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, I get apps specifically to target specific people okay. that I know have that app. <gasps> um, which is Stevious. bad of me. Um, I know. I'm a monster. Um, no,
2: it's fine. I had, uh, there's this Instagram comedian that I'm into because he's straight up, guys, he's my type to a T. He straight up looks exactly like Bumble <laughs> Boy. It's disgusting. Um, but he has... I know. Th- so he's Instagram comedian, like I said, posts like funny little memes and videos and stuff. And I know he just moved to Hollywood. And so anytime I am anywhere near Hollywood, I am on Bumble <laughs> swiping to see if I can find this dude. Like I'm not kidding. It's disgusting, but that's what I do. I
1: mean, that's fair. Bumble's too smart for me, because Bumble, I feel like, front loads all of the really attractive, like popular profiles oh they
2: do um
1: and i like to swipe a lot and oh. i always want to be surprised uh-huh. i'm like you never know who you're gonna get but you right. get 50 swipes in and you're uh-huh. like wow we're at the bottom of the barrel here
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i've i've had to tinder for a long time uh-huh. um i have only ever been on a tinder date with people i already knew
2: interesting so
1: tinder is like a means to an end to get with people that i'm interested in but okay. too scared to actually talk to
2: okay Do you are are you talking about like you meet people at like parties and stuff and you're like sure oh we've mentioned it and now it's like oh it's like a funny little oh my god we see each other or is it like more like because because I mean I said uh, Instagram comedian is it like people who are more popular on like the I would say people like I've
1: actually met like people Uh, I've I've so I'm not necessarily like hunting for this one specific person but. I, I like using it to find people that I've already been like, hmm, interesting. I mm-hmm. wonder where I could get in the situation to see if they are also interested. Right. And Tinder is a good way to know immediately like uh-huh. whether or not they're interested in you.
2: That's, I almost said that's interesting. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of interested in. Something that I don't like about the apps, and this is absolutely ridiculous for me to even complain about this in any way. It's like, you can't, Continue swiping until you make a decision about people, yeah. and there are some people that I would truly love to put in a maybe section. Yes, to return to later. That would be
1: great. I actually have a a category, four categories for the way I feel about people I'm okay. interested in. So please tell me about them. This is everyone I interact with Mm -hmm. in my entire life. I love it. Number one is, I would marry you right now. Okay. Number two is... That's where I am, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Basically, all of the women in my life are, I would marry you right now. Guys,
2: I honestly, I have like such a crush on Tucker. It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm always just like, me, me, me. I have a crush on all
1: of... I love you so much. Why Um, can't we be together? Well, here's the part of the podcast (laughs) where we let you know why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your boy, okay, family, stop listening now. Stop it, I'm um, ser-
2: guys. Seriously, please for the please l- just stop. call me,
1: send me a text, uh-huh. Marco Polo me, mm-hmm. um, and we can talk about it. Yes, but outside of that, stop listening. Seriously, um, stop it. But everybody else, your boy is a gay. He
2: is. Um, He's happy one of those Pride. Days. It's June. Oh, here it we is are. Pride. Me, a straight, <laughs> being <laughs> like, oh my god, it is Pride. An ally. An ally. Well, because I also people are like. Are you doing anything for pride? And I'm like, I'm straight. And so it's... I mean,
1: that's fair. But but you enjoy... I I know. I know. I I get it. But it's
2: one of those things where it's like, if I truly, if if someone was like, we are doing this thing and here is this plan, please come and hang out with us. But otherwise, it's sort of like, I feel like it's not really my place.
1: That's fair. I mean, here's how I think about it. I'm like, I... Will celebrate your birthday with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to celebrate your birthday separate from you.
2: <laughs> um, okay,
1: which is how I feel about Pride. I'm oh, like, okay. if you love people who are gay, use this time to celebrate them. Okay, well, and gay and queer and uh-huh. the spectrum, all of all of the Everyone. all of the community. Yeah. Um,
2: that's very true. Okay, that's a good way to that's, that's a good way to look at I it because I never want to, obviously, never want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah, I never want to upset anyone. And also, I feel like there is a, a serious issue with. And they're, oh my god, we could dive so deep into this where it's like, should straight women be able to have a space at gay clubs? Mm. They are dealing with issues at other bars where they are being hit on so they feel more safe but it's like does this space belong to you or as a straight one so it's it's many many layers i am not
1: the authority on that but i understand yeah so it's so it's
2: a very complicated situation um i like the the terms that you put it into so if anyone is like hey we've got these plans I am gay. I would like to invite you along to these plans. I'm like down, hundred yes. percent. I'm gonna go and celebrate you. I'm gonna be like Will Smith on the red carpet, pointing <laughs> you out, being like, "Hello, Hello. this is my friend." Uh, they, the gays are, are amazing. Only Jada Smith.
1: Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Jim Pinkett Smith. Yes, yes. of course, hundred percent, hundred percent, incredible. Um,
2: but Tucker's gay, and we can't be together, and it breaks my heart every day.
1: I'm sorry. I okay. try. Here's it's honestly a really good thing that mm-hmm. I'm gay, and here's why: I fall in love with every woman I meet. But I only, I hate all men. I don't trust them, but I only have to find one good one. I can live with all of my love and devotion and incredibly intimate relationships with yeah. women and only need one with a man oh. or none. That's now.
2: Oh. <laughs> retweet. Um, <laughs> retweet. But anyway, so we are talking about you're on tinder and bumble or you're not on bumble but tinder bumble, bumble we wish yes. we wish there was a maybe pile yeah it, it's interesting because i deleted my bumble for the longest period of time that i have been in la because i'm constantly right. downloading it deleting yes. it download blah, blah blah but i re-downloaded it after two months of not having it yeah. and It's like two months. I don't know at what point it resets and just forgets about you entirely. (laughs) I don't know what point it is, but every other time I've re-downloaded it, I've seen a few of the same people, seen like a handful of the same people. I never saw
1: profile completely yes okay okay, okay. not
2: not the app this is also important to remember i i deleted the profile on my on my app i went to delete and then i deleted the app we
1: are inverses of each other continue really i always delete app don't delete profile
2: interesting I'm like i
1: don't want to lose those maybe loves of my life
2: that's very smart but i am like i want to separate myself entirely (laughs) i'm above this spoiler alert i'm not above this So, this two months that I went without having a Bumble, it reset everything to the point I I came across Bumble Boy, because he lives two miles away from me, which I know because of Bumble. and did you react? It was interesting. I saw it, and I actually... It was funny, because I looked at it, and like he had different pictures on it. He Mm -hmm. had a different description. So, I was like, damn, you're still really doing this thing? And so, you know, back in... November when he was like I'm dating around
0: right.
2: I look at it and I'm like shit you're right you are dating around you are still dating around you were not ready <laughs> for this at all yeah. and that is who
1: you are yeah. right now there and are so many layers to like analyzing what uh-huh. someone's profile is
2: oh my god because yeah. that's
1: definitely true like you're talking to someone and you see them changing photos and mm-hmm. you're like i'm not your end-all be-all this person you haven't met yet yes. why not yes um, it's no, I completely after
2: understand. after my first date with bumble boy i showed someone his profile and i had seen and we were like talking at yeah. this point and i saw that he had added a new photo and it was like not that it. It kind of hurt just a yeah. little bit, which is totally unreasonable. Do I even know you anymore? Exactly. Like, oh my god, you changed the order of these photos. Like, you're still trying to attract people when you have found me Here I am. the perfect yes. woman. And so it was very, it was very strange. And I kind of wanted to. That was one of those things where I almost wanted to put him in a maybe section where I could come back and like check on him. And not that. And, you know, in my dumb brain, I'm like, I'm going to swipe right, and we're going to match again, and then we're going to be like, ha, huh, isn't yeah. this funny, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> uh, but it's, but that's, you know, my dumb brain We've talking. All, I mean, We've that's the road been... you go down, though. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I knew that I had to swipe left. That's huge, to... though.
1: Yeah. I think that's really, really amazing. Uh,
2: thank you. That's, it sounds stupid, but like, it truly, when you have, f- maybe, maybe out feelings, of context,
1: <laughs> but knowing as you do listeners yeah. about all of the things that went into this uh-huh. that's a huge step like Thank
2: you. you're you so sweet to me just love you so i yeah i swiped left because i was like i can't just leave this here and there mm-hmm. are sometimes when i see people on bumble that i want to put in that maybe pile and i just close the yeah. app
1: i'll like like full close hard close or whatever yeah, and be like clothes. maybe someone else will come up when i reopen I'll it i'll kill the
2: app i'll yeah. be like i'll <laughs> <laughs> be like no 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 i don't want to make this decision now oh.
1: Do you ever have the thing, though, I do this where I'm like, I don't know if I want you, fine, I'll swipe right, and then you don't match, and you're like, you'd be so lucky, I took a chance- to find love. The
2: inverse <laughs> of that, I'll be like, I don't know, I guess I'll swipe right. And then I swipe right, and we do match, and I'm like, oh no, I don't want I'll talk never to speak you. to you. I'm like, yes. no. And then I, I'm also the queen of unmatching people. I'm like, I matched you in a desperate moment, yep. and I don't really mean it. Yes. I don't mean it I at I do that too, all. but I'll
1: give it a sec, because I don't want them to immediately be like, yay. And then realize I was the douchebag who was mm-hmm. like, I, I looked closer and thought, no. Um, Well,
2: see, I'm the opposite because I hope that people will think it's a glitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're on Tinder. We find someone. We go on some dates. We fall in love. Tell me, please, Tucker Martin, do you believe in love?
1: Yes, I do. I think... I have a lot of feelings. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> Tell me.
1: That's a good, like, sneak preview of this entire podcast. Ugh. I have a lot of feelings. I um, love me
2: a boy who's got a lot of feels. Here he
1: is. Yes, I definitely believe in love. I think it comes to different people in different ways. Okay. I don't think love, it's this very identifiable thing that everyone experiences in the same okay. way. Um, but I, and I think there are different facets of it that we need at different points in our, our life okay. and in different relationships. But I'm very, very lucky to have two parents who are just madly in love and also fight like hell for it. Really? Which is amazing. I mean, like I my my mom and I have gotten really close recently. Not Mm -hmm. recently, but like since college and stuff. Uh It's a different
2: it's a different level of closeness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an adult relationship that you have, which is so cool and important.
1: And my mom is like hyper introvert, like works seven days a week, is traveling all the time, has very few friends all Mm -hmm. over, like, and the friends she has, she struggles to maintain. Okay. And so I think her and I have become with this relationship where like we fight a lot and we we disagree about a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but like I hear things about how hard her relationship is with my father because Uh he's very extroverted. He's a pastor, which is another sneak peek into what the rest of this podcast is about to be about. But um, he's a dream. I love him. He's mm-hmm. a, an amazing man. But um, her, he, he and my my mother are not very similar in the way they express their love right. and the way that they... um. But it's just been amazing, especially the past few years, them working out. They had kids right when they got married. And okay. so, like, them working out what it meant to be a couple, just the two mm-hmm. of them, what it meant him being a pastor and her being, her being the breadwinner, one. Yeah. But also, like what it would mean being an introvert while being a pastor's wife. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's just been amazing seeing them fight for love Mm -hmm. and fight for not necessarily... Fight for fulfillment, which I think that is the biggest thing they've taught me is, like, happiness is very fleeting. And, like, it's wonderful when you have it, but it's not going to fulfill you. Mm -hmm. And so for fighting for things that will last and will will keep you sustained. And I think that's what, for me, that's the Mm -hmm. love I'm looking for. Oh, wow.
2: I feel like, you know, usually I wait a little bit before I ask this second question, okay. but I'm going to ask it now just because I feel like it's appropriate because you're Here talking about your parents yes. and their relationship. So my question is, are you going to get married and can I come?
1: Of course you can come if I get married. <laughs> this is a multi-layered question.
2: We're doing the layers. The theme of this podcast <laughs> is, is layers. layers.
1: Call me an ogre. <laughs>
2: is this Shrek? <laughs>
1: Who knows? Um, Okay. I have a very interesting relationship with marriage because mm-hmm. everyone I'm close with, the three of the closest people in my life, my brother, my sister, and my best friend of life, uh-huh. all got married before they were, God, 23. Like, <laughs> yes, and I was in all of the weddings. It is terrifying. My dad met my mom when he was 18. My sister and my brother both met their spouses when they were 18. Your it- boy is Older than 18. Isn't Um, it
2: crazy how that happens? And my, I've mentioned this a million times on this podcast, my parents got married when they were 18, which when I was a kid, I thought everyone did that. And I, cause 18, when, when you're six years old, 18 (laughs) 18 seems very old.
1: You'll never get there. You'll, yeah. It's
2: like, oh, that's forever away. And... I that's older
1: than Tro- Troy Bolton. I'll it, never, be older, never, never Bolton. be older than Troy Bolton. I will never be older
2: than Troy Bolton. I'll never be able to drive a car. No, I've been driving a car for two whole years. Time to get married. Wow, like truly, <laughs> that's it. And then she has these three children. Who my my I don't even. Well, my brother was engaged at one point, and um, and then they broke off their engagement. But it's like my sister and I have really never had any. Haven't been in any serious relationships, and so if I ever bring up dating, she's like, "I'm so sorry, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to. (laughs) I I don't know how to. I don't know how to answer these questions. I don't know how to talk you through this because." You know, I married the first serious, and she had a boyfriend before my dad, yeah. but it was, you know, not as serious, and she's like, I married the first serious relationship I had. Honestly, I don't know how to date. Those
1: are the people I, like, Like yeah. my brother, the first girl he ever dated, he's married to, which they're a dream. I love uh-huh. them both. Um, And my sister, the first person she seriously dated, at least in LA, very much got married to, uh-huh. and my best friend, the first person she seriously dated after I came out, and that's a long story. <laughs> um, We didn't date. To be fair, the first person she dated in college really like they are getting married in November. I'm in a lot of weddings It's a lot of speeches
2: um, I'm still waiting for Nat and Aaron to get engaged because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be maid of honor at that wedding. Yeah. Nat's already told me it's in the bag. I'm just waiting for it. Aaron, what are you waiting for? I want to be in this damn wedding. <laughs>
1: Aaron, it's okay that you're waiting. Like it's okay. No, it's definitely okay that you're um, waiting. See, the thing with the people in my family is like they're not having sex and they ain't living together, so they're like, mm-hmm. let's do these things we want to do. So right. let's just get married. Um, the, also, they love each other and yeah, like there's a lot. There's of things there's a that.
2: lot of things um, that go into it, but also you know people who are more religious do tend to get married. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, statistics. I'm not yes. hating on it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Um
1: but marriage, yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to get married. I would really I, I I like dream about that person that I'm yeah. going to spend my life with. I know I can't wait to be a dad and be a rocking dad. Oh my God. I'm going to be an old dad I'm like, getting
2: emotional about like I'm you being a dad. waiting
1: until I can be a dilf to be a dad. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh um, my God, I just
2: imagine you with a little gray hair. I'm so into it. No, but it's stressing so me out because my dad
1: has like no gray hair and he just turned 50. And I'm like, I'm not waiting that long. I'll just do like touch of gray and we'll get there. Natalie um,
2: found my first gray hair and I was very much like, I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. Like, I, she pulled it, she's like, do you want to see it? And I was like, yes, let me see it. And she pulled it out. And I'm blonde and so sometimes with certain hairs, I'm like, oh, that's just sure, blonde. Yeah, yeah. But I felt it and I was like, oh no, this is definitely a gray that's
1: hair. fine. It's Man, I don't. Don't stress you. There's something exciting about that. I don't know. I've always wished I got prematurely gray because my biggest fear is going bald. Um, Okay. So like, I don't care what the fuck happens to my hair. Just stay. Yeah. Um, Just stay on my head. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of which, (laughs) um, in regards to marriage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um Uh yes. Sorry okay. we're getting off
2: topic. We're I a little would love junk.
1: Love to get married. I don't know if it's necessarily going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um because because of family stuff. Okay. Um, I think it would break my heart to go to a wedding without my family. I think it would hurt way more than oh gosh. This is a really tough thing to talk about yeah. because because I would love to get married. And yeah. I don't want to say that I'm, like, holding myself back from that because of my family. Yeah. But I... I it was interesting going to my sister's wedding, and my brother's wedding, because mm-hmm. I was the best man at my brother's wedding. And it was such a good day. Aww. And it was so fun and, mm-hmm. like, great and terrifying because I had to give a speech. But great. <laughs> um, but the whole thing was, like, just filled with melancholy because it was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever have this. Which oh, is sad and scary. But yeah. also... I don't know. It's hard... It's hard to be in in the present on the happiest day of someone you love's life, yeah. and not just be happy for them, but yeah. be thinking about something else. Oh, yeah, of so, course, um, of course. So it's a tricky thing because it would break my heart to go to have a wedding that I I one even if my family was there, I knew they weren't happy about. Yeah. which is tricky. And layers, welcome back to the <laughs> theme of this pod. Um, yeah, so that's that's my thought on marriage. But right. if I have a wedding, yes, I'm oh gonna my say god, of course you, you're gonna be oh there. Oh my god, you're so um,
2: sweet. But let's let's just say let's have fun for now. Let's fun, let's let's have fun. fun. Let's say you do get a wedding. Okay. Let's say it all works out. What are your like? Oh do god. you? What's your dream wedding like? like tell me about okay. it. Okay,
1: I've thought about like I've thought about it before because uh-huh. I've been in every wedding in the world. <laughs> um, so you I, just <laughs>
2: see tiny little Tucker's face in the background <laughs> of all these photos. It's like this man yeah, it's is like in every
1: wedding It's Here's my first gay reference It's like Rachel Berry in every club In the Glee um, yes. yearbook Uh huh. That's me In every <laughs> wedding photo Alone, because I didn't bring a plus one Because it's my family, here I am And also because I don't date Also,
2: who even brings plus ones
1: I don't know, people, people in How I Met Your Mother bring plus ones uh, Yeah,
2: that's a whole episode know, a I've whole never thing. brought a plus one to a wedding I mean, I've never dated anyone, Bring but, me. you know. I
1: love weddings. Okay, let's I'm a do fun it. wedding goer. Do you want to okay. go to
2: Luke's wedding with me?
1: <sighs> I would if I could go, but okay. I, I've thought can it. It's fine. i am
2: only RSVP'd. Sorry, Honestly, I don't even know if I can afford it, but I'm still going because I RSVP'd and I got a <laughs> wedding gift, so.
1: It'll be great. I wish I could go. But, right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to...
2: I'll have a mojito for you. Oh. I don't even know if there's going to be alcohol. Is there going to be alcohol? Only
1: time I've ever really seen my brother drunk was at his wedding. My sister had a dry wedding because her husband is a pastor. Again, did I mention this was a complicated family? Mm -hmm. Um, But there, he's a youth pastor in Los Angeles. So like so many of their kids have... Alcoholic parents or parents who struggle oh, okay. with addiction, okay. so they've made the decision to not drink in front of their kids or in the county of Los Angeles, wow. which is a bold choice. Yeah, is very very respectable, and but I. But also, think it's yeah, very the, cool. the um,
2: reasoning behind it is very. Yeah. Sound. And their
1: I wedding totally was like understand. full of teens, so.
2: That makes, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I complained before about Jennifer's wedding. I'm sorry, Johnny. I don't, your wedding was great. There were a lot of kids there and yes. it was a very small, I was editing the last episode and I was like, I want people to understand I was being bratty by saying Oh my was God, about, absolutely,
1: yeah, no. You know, there if were I a lot a, of
2: kids, a very small wedding.
1: If there was no reason for there uh-huh. to be a dry wedding, why are you having a dry exactly. wedding? Exactly, um, exactly. But yes, okay. Was there a question? <laughs>
2: Oh, he's love drunk. Oh, you asked
1: about my... He's yeah, love... No, he is. hey, he's love drunk. He does not drink very much.
2: Oh, my God. Um, but uh, he We're talking about dream
1: wedding. Dream wedding. I would love... I don't know. I like the normal things. I love, like, a nature kind I of I like, knew it you feeling... said something
2: about a wedding and I pictured you in an outdoor <laughs> wedding right yeah yeah
1: it just feels Very right much. for me Tone, either like a like navy blue oh. or like dark grey oh, um, but I love like green is my favorite color so like I'd like lots of green okay
2: uh, like dark green or like a lighter?
1: Dark green dark I love like forest green yeah. like a nature green he's not a like forest
2: a... green boy he loves okay? it he um, loves it but
1: I don't know I mean I haven't thought in depth about it right. because that would be dangerous <laughs>
2: It hurts my heart, but I get it. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's
1: fine. He's got popcorn.
2: (laughs) That's all he needs.
1: (laughs) What else is there? It's. I know love is real because of my relationship with popcorn.
2: (laughs) Very true. (laughs) So, an exciting thing about all of our friends like dating in LA though is uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a little jealous that people are like having meaningful relationships or whatever. But I monsters. think... We
1: love them, but they're monsters. <laughs> they're monsters. <laughs> we can't them. Ugh.
2: But something that I love is I'm like, wait a second. We're bringing more people into the group, which <laughs> means they might know someone that I will meet. Whoa. And I will, you know, and that's another thing. My main goal is to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was closer. <laughs> Did I mention my Hydro Flask earlier? I couldn't put it down.
2: I was afraid you were worried about putting it down when I was saying something. I and was. Like, okay, I thought it was going to be because, loud. Yeah, but then I was like, Limited I'm going to pause what I said. <laughs> You're just bringing more people into the group. It's more opportunity. It's hard to meet people out here yeah. and when it's not at, like, bars and, you know, whatever. And then also I do background. It's like, I don't want to date another actor. Gross. Yeah gross
1: i don't know i don't even
2: we made (laughs) we made more drinks and i don't even know if i like previewed mine before i brought it back up here might as well try it Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah no i did probably like eight to one part vodka
2: amazing um
1: which was a bad idea because he was already feeling it
2: he was already love drunk and now he's gonna be even more love drunk drunk. this tastes like water so i'm in trouble (laughs) <laughs> mm.
1: Go further. It's
2: fine. Also, I feel like we've been very touchy with each other. Which More no touchy. <laughs> um, More touching. Fantastic. Um, have you been... Have you been... Have, have you been going out on dates?
1: Since being in LA, and by since being in LA, I mean in January. We're not saying, like, the past six days. Yeah. Um, because Lord knows I haven't left my bedroom in the last <laughs> six days. I went on two, one and a half dates. We'll say two. With a person. Codename number one! Oh my god! This is one I didn't think oh my I would god. use, but here we um, are.
2: Just so you know, in case you're sitting there thinking, oh no, I have been involved with Tucker Martin or Charlotte Rose, fear not, we do have a list of codenames, so no one will know that we're talking about you. Except you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. You'll feel it. Oh, you've probably been listening to this whole podcast to see if you'll come up. Are the hairs
1: on your neck sticking up? They should be. Oh. Um, so, we'll call this person... This Never Happens. <laughs> I picked phrases for most of my codenames. Which names. I
2: love. No one's ever done that before. I I'm, like phrases. I love it. I Thank love you. it. I love it.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so this boy's name is This Never Happens, which sounds sexual. Uh-huh. It's not. Okay. <laughs> but it may have been a little bit purposeful. Um, so this person has, a, this boy, uh-huh. has a little bit of, a, like, renown. Okay. Um, uh, and
2: a well known. Just a little
1: wall Just a little And we... I'm not going to say, okay, what's the best way to say this? I've already said this about my Tinder. We matched on Tinder, Mm -hmm. and I'd already known of him. So I was like, this is a safe match. Mm. Like, let's do it. I've heard of him. He hasn't killed anyone yet. Yes. That I know of. Yet. From my friends. (laughs) (laughs) So he went to school with us. Uh um, So I was like, this is kind of safe. We don't actually know each other. Right. And we got to speaking, and I was like, this might be a little dangerous because he's dated one person that I kind of know Uh through extensions. Yes. But I, I don't know. I was like, might as well speak. We'll see how it goes. And I was feeling alone. <laughs> Isn't so... that
2: how it always starts? <laughs> yes.
1: And so uh, this person, this never happens. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the person. Let's go with it. Says, let's go out sometime. And I say... Maybe. And then we do. I I like run it by some people who know this person or know extensions of this person Uh or the person who this person dated.
2: I said go on the date but tread lightly. Yes. Basically, is what I said.
1: Which was what my plan. I've never. Is this true? Yes. I've never. Been on a date with someone I've never met in person.
2: Really? Okay. So this
1: was the first time that happened. Okay. I'd heard of this person. We had mutual friends. So I went on this date. He picked me up. I was terrified, honestly. But we went to the Universal City Walk, which was a horrible place to go, I feel like. like wait,
2: in, wait, in Universal Studios? Yeah, in
1: Universal Studios. Like, the City Walk.
2: I don't... Stop... Like, don't, it's, don't do that. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was weird. That's um, so weird. But here's the thing. Is we were walking around. It's like going
2: and, to downtown Disney for yeah, a Yeah, it's date. exactly like, what it's, so it's like. Strange.
1: Um, And I'd never been. And so we're like walking around. I'm like, this is kind of fun, mm-hmm. I guess. And it was fun. I enjoyed myself. Right. But we're walking around. We get stopped three times by his fans. <gasps> oh my God. And he goes, this never happens. I swear, this never happens. And he was like, accepted Universal City Walk, And I was like, you chose the date. You chose the location. Huh? Um, it's
2: because all the fucking tourists go to I know, Universal. I know. And like, it was honestly insane. like
1: kind of amazing. Right. Like it was weird. It was a weird experience for me uh-huh. because they sure didn't acknowledge that I was there. But that's okay. And it was a really good date. Honestly, we went to Bubba Gum Shrimp, which I've <laughs> never been to.
2: Is it good? I've never been. I don't
1: like shrimp
2: for someone who does like shrimp do you think it would be yeah good? i do okay.
1: it's a fun experience it's forest gum themed which i didn't know
2: can you is there enough to be a forest gump theme
1: apparently Damn. i mean like it is everywhere
2: what, like dude? the
1: the waiter quizzes you on forest gump trivia
2: please stop
1: so, anyway, we go on that first date. It's great. Mm-hmm. It honestly goes really well. I feel really comfortable. I feel like I talk most of it, which I feel uncomfortable about. Whatever.
2: That's me, too. I talk I talk so much on all these dates. I'm just like, no, I'm uncomfortable. Let me talk so much.
1: <laughs> I can make so many words. Will I make any connection? <laughs> Let Who me knows? tell you
2: about my whole life. <laughs> Ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I shared too much. But, essentially, like, I feel like it was going really well. We didn't end up kissing at the end of it, which, like... I've never been on a date with someone I didn't know, so I didn't know how weird that was. But
2: I guess I also, it's weird. It's, it's not, I don't think it's weird to not kiss at the end of a first date. I I thought it was weird until I got to LA and then I, I went on first dates. I went on more first dates with people I didn't know and a couple of them did not end with kisses and I talked to my friends and they're like, that makes sense. Like I talked to straight boys in my life who were like, I don't always kiss someone on the first date. Because maybe the situation isn't right. I don't know. Yeah, blah, that's blah, what I was blah. thinking. It's, it's yeah. not always a bad thing. If someone doesn't kiss you on the first date, personally, I love kisses. Sure. Why not just try it and see what happens? I know. But you this know. Is the
1: thing is, this never happens, uh-huh. was driving. Okay. Um, so.
2: Oh my God, car kisses. Car, car kisses are car hard. Car kisses are so hard. Yes. Car kisses are hard. Mr. Dodgeball, I talked about him our first kiss was kind of awkward and sometimes I wonder if like that's the reason why I didn't want to see me again was this awkward kiss but then I'm like it was in a car and it was our first kiss and it was I thought you were going in for a hug so it was also like (laughs) weird arms kind of yeah (laughs) and I don't know like if you weren't into it then whatever the
1: thing is I I feel like I even brought up the fact that we hadn't kissed because
2: Mm
1: -mm. (sighs) which is Again, I haven't done this. I'm not good at dating. I, that's what I brought up. I brought okay. up the fact that I don't go on dates. He was like, Well, you're really good at them. And I was like, that's a cute thing to say. You Thank brought you. up
2: that you don't go on dates on your date? Yeah. Classic document. Have I yeah,
1: classic no. time? This is me. Let oh me my God. let me front load all of the things that are wrong with me and see if you're still here. Oh Aww.
2: baby. <laughs> this I is, <laughs> this is also a thing I haven't talked about yet. This is It's similar but different, I guess. Something that I hate is I always... I always have to tell people my dad died on first date. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) And it's... I try... Guys, I try avoiding it. It's fair. I mean, it's... I I try not talking about it on the first date. I always say, like, blah, blah, blah. My mom, my brother, sister... Maybe I'm going on the on dates with like the wrong people because I feel like if someone doesn't mention someone, you shouldn't bring it up. If, if a dude was like, oh yeah, you know, me and my mom and my siblings, I wouldn't be like, what does your dad do? And that has been, I'm not kidding, on three first dates I've been on, I've talked about like, yeah, my mom and my brother and my sister and blah, 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 and I've only spoken about them. And then at some point on the date, they're like, what about your dad? And I'm like, oh, my dad died when I was 18. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's thank you. And then they've asked me, they're like, how did he die? And I'm like, (gasps) oh my God, he had early onset Alzheimer's. That's
1: how? Yeah. Ended there. Yeah. You don't need to know.
2: You don't need to know. First, and on my last date with Mr. Dogball, I kind of even made a joke and I was like, ha ha. Such a good thing to bring up on a first date, and he goes, "Yeah." We kind of laughed about it, but I was like, "Quit asking! Like, don't."
1: That's horrible.
2: I don't love talking about. <laughs> no, it no, I'm on
1: so a first sorry.
2: Date. Yeah, it's but anyway,
1: <laughs> all boys out there that will date Charlotte. Stop doing that, guys!
2: Please stop. If I don't mention my dad, like don't just ask let him it that. die. Just let it go. I'll tell you on like that's like third, fourth date.
1: Sure, right? and like it is you a know? part of your experience and oh, it's a part yeah. of your story. Oh, like yeah. totally, and like share that, but like leave it alone. Like I it's never, up to you. One hundred percent. I, I want you to that. know,
2: I never want to talk about it on a first date, even <laughs> truly, even a second date. If you are like, I've noticed you haven't mentioned your dad. What's up with that? I'd even be, be, I'd be like, oh, well, let me tell you. First date, I don't want to talk about no. it. Like, I think that's oh a my fair God. rule in yeah. general. Yeah. If
1: someone doesn't mention something, don't, don't bring it up. Don't ask about it.
2: Don't ask about it. Oh, my it. gosh. Oh my God. I'm
1: so sorry. It's a,
2: It's fine. It's literally so fine, but I just think that that's so I, funny. That is it very It's happened multiple times, yeah.
1: That's okay. Yeah, I feel like I got weirdly in-depth about Maybe this is why the date went sour in a way I didn't know, because I got weirdly in-depth about my family. <laughs> Because when I get nervous, I just talk. <laughs> Retweet. <laughs> here he is. So anyway, yeah. So that date happened. And it, I thought it went well. I had never been on a first date, so I don't really know, like, what it's supposed to be. Right. But, like, here we were. And I felt good about it. And then he invited me on a date with a group date. He said, a lot of my friends are going to this comedy show. Would you like to go with us? With mm-hmm. these two comedians that I love. Uh-huh. Um, And I was like, absolutely. Let's do it. I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. Second date already meeting the friends this is a good sign yeah so I go on this date come to find out most of the people who are going are our mutual friends yeah. who I'm closer with than he is yeah truly so that got weird fast it ended up being way more of my friends than it was his
2: friends that was so weird because you were going on this kind of half date and I don't even know if I told you this but I was sort of like interested yes yeah no okay, I okay, knew I did this tell you that, yeah yeah, yeah. And which is hilarious for a number of other reasons that we won't even talk about on this podcast. But so I was sort of like, eh? and then I got there and I was like, I know all of, I, I love all yep. of these people who are here. What is even happening right now? And
1: it was like outnumbered 12 to three. Yeah. Like it was so many people. Like he pitched it as something that was going to be like five people with him and his roommates. Uh huh. And then it was like 12 people. There were, like, 15 people with, like, 12 of my friends. Two rows of
2: people, and you know, like, 90% of them.
1: Yes. And the people I sat next to was him, which was great. That was really nice. And, like, my closest friend who he's never met. Mm -hmm. So that was a really fun thing of, like, dancing. And then this person who I was taking an acting class with was sitting in front of us, who was unrelated to any of the group. So uh-huh. and she was alone at this show. So I was trying bold, to bold move on her. Bold part, move. Sure. We're really proud of her. We so love we her. We love
2: her. We're proud
0: of her. Oh my Look god. Look at her go.
1: Yeah. So I'm trying to like be like a good friend to her mm-hmm. and be like, I know you're alone. I'm with all these people. Let's have a conversation. Trying to be on a date. Yeah. With with him, with uh this never happens. <laughs> I'm trying to say it in the same same intonation right. so that we're all clear that that's we his all name. No,
2: that's his name. Um
1: and then my like friends surrounding me. Yeah. So that just like was all sorts of a mess. And then we leave the date and I'm like, sorry, that was like a little bit weird, but I really enjoyed myself. Thank you for inviting me. And then our friend told me that He thought I was leading him on because the first date he didn't think I was interested, which is funny because Uh basically my basis for when I'm interested is act as casual as possible, (laughs) which was what felt good. I mean, it was nice because I got to be myself. I didn't have to change the way I was, Uh which essentially translates in gay to (laughs) disinterested. So uh, I was very, so I was like, I don't want him to think that I'm leading him on. So I texted him and I was like, hey, let's hang out. Let's go on a date. This is what I want to do. Let's go to dinner. Are you free any of these nights? Uh he said, this is the only night I'm free. It was like a Tuesday night or a Uh Saturday night or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great. Let's go out then. He texts me on that day and says, hey, turns out I made plans. Are you free at all next week, amigo? And I said, "Uh, sure, any day. Just let me know. But, like, what the fuck does amigo mean? One. Two, he never texted me after that, which is, like, fine. But I was just confused because I was... Because based on what my friend had told me... Yes. He was interested. Uh Uh-huh. He thought I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I tried to be more clear about Mm -hmm. the fact that I was interested. So I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to be very... Forthcoming yeah. rather than like, let's play a game because yeah, I was just ready to know. Games
2: not are do fucking game. dumb. Games are dumb and stupid and bad. Yeah,
1: and the gays love games. <sighs> games is what games. I'll call it.
2: <laughs> games with a Y. <laughs> I. That makes me so mad. I hate him. Don't
1: hate uh, him. He's a nice person. I don't. Very talented. Has a lot to offer. We did not work out.
2: <laughs> okay, whatever. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be i hate be, him
1: for me. So I'll that hate I don't him. Have I'm to. gonna be
2: nice to him, and I'm always gonna be yeah. like you, you miss it's gonna be like that part in Pretty Woman where it's like <laughs> big mistake. Huge <sighs> That's gonna be me every time Charlotte, I see
1: him. For the past nine months I've wanted to watch Pretty Woman. It is not streaming anywhere. <gasps> I cannot watch it.
2: Did you try going into Google and searching watch Pretty no, Woman I'm Free I'm scared enter? of all
1: the things. I'm already gay in the eyes of God.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. I miss liquor episodes. Liquor episodes are so good. Here
1: we are. Wine
2: episodes are so calm and fine and it's great. But liquor episodes, it's like, what's going to happen? I feel like I'm in
1: a dream, <laughs> who so who knows what's coming up?
2: I'm not going to remember the second half of it. <laughs> uh, so while we're talking about people that you... This is a good time to bring this up. I have been wanting to bring this up on the podcast for a while, but it's never been (gasps) um, an appropriate time to do it. So obviously I don't hate. This never happens. I don't hate him. I joke around where I'm like, I hate him. You are right. So here's a belief that I hold very close to my heart, and it is that when you break up with someone, You, as a person, to move on in your life in a healthy manner, you have to forgive them. If there is not, like, physical or emotional abuse happening, because in that, I'm like, anything goes. You can feel however you want about that. To move on from someone that was just maybe not the best person for you, was a little bit toxic in certain ways... To move on from them, you have to forgive them, you have to wish them the best, you have to say I'm moving on. I hope that they do as well. But as a best friend or a good friend of someone, you get to hate them until you die.
1: With fire. With a no fire. 100%. 100%. Oh,
2: 100% and it's like Because I don't have to move on from this relationship, obviously. And I have had friends where they are cool with their exes. And I see them I'm like, this fucking dude. This douchebag. Look at this horrible person. Blah, blah, blah.
1: But I will say also, if Mm -hmm. you are the person, don't expect your friends to change their relationship with this other person. Oh,
2: yeah. And also, if you're the ex... Don't expect your ex's friends to be cool with you. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Don't I think. expect
2: that. Don't do it. it. If it happens, amazing. Great good. for you. Sure. Good job. I'm glad you did it. But, like, understand that I hate you because all <laughs> I ever saw was you hurting this yeah. person. And yeah, they talked about the good things and whatever. But I feel like a lot of times people in relationships vent to their friends more that they're like, Oh, this is the good thing yeah. that happened. So I get a lot of the negative. That's
1: fair though. But I that's mean the yeah.
2: thing is you get to be like this fucking dude and like there and and I won't men I won't name this person, but there was a specific person where their ex was at a party and I was texting them and I was like, ah, oh, he's here and he fucking sucks and he looks dumb and blah blah blah. And then like twenty minutes later I was like just had a conversation. He was real nice to me, but I still hate him. Like <laughs> and that's but that's truly the thing is you can be like, hey, I hope you're well, I hope you're doing good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you too. And then I'll go and text my friend and be like, fuck this guy yes, but i think I that just...
1: friends need that
2: yeah because they
1: can't do it
2: because they can't do it but to have to move on and be healthy and happy where they are you can't constantly be checking exactly, up on this person exactly. and seeing what they're doing and being like oh gross he sucks you can't so you need your friends to do that and your
1: friends make you feel like a person who's evolved mm-hmm. and a person who's beyond that mm-hmm. like I don't feel negatively about that p- person my friend is but like I'm above that but like that's what you need with a breakup yeah. you need to feel like a better person mm-hmm. you need to feel like like the person who's evolved the person who's an adult mm-hmm. like and I think friends hating the person that you're trying not to hate yeah. makes that possible
2: Recently, I was like, look at this dumb fucking thing he posted. And, and she was like, hey, I hope he gets it. I hope he's happy, blah, blah. And I'm like, ew, no, he sucks. What? Bye. And that I think that it's needed. But while we're talking about these percent. things, yes. I keep forgetting to ask people this in the podcast. It is one of my favorite questions. Is there anyone you want to low-key curse?
1: No. Ugh, gross. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Disgusting. Let me think about this. It's there like, are people who have hurt me uh-huh. that I think are monsters uh-huh. that I am so glad, looking back, mm-hmm. that it didn't work out.
2: I'm just like, saying, when we low-key curse people on Love Junk, we're not wishing death or dismemberment. Okay. We are we are wishing mild inconveniences.
1: I hope your career stays exactly where it is. Oh, um,
2: low-key cursed.
1: Low-key cursed.
2: He got low-key um, cursed.
1: I hope the people that I see that you're currently with Remain at the same level that they currently are.
2: Haha, ha. you did it.
1: So, you seem happy, and I'm really happy about
2: that. Uh-huh.
1: I'm happy for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hope it doesn't change.
0: <laughs> because
1: watching it, finish makes me feel real good. <laughs> Does that work?
2: Yeah, that's okay. perfect. That's cool. amazing. So, that's
1: I hope so nothing good. changes for you, but nothing gets better.
2: But nothing gets worse.
1: Nothing gets worse. And, like, nothing horrible happens to you. Obviously. But I think your life's going fine. Yeah. Um, I hope
2: you stay fine.
1: I hope you stay fine.
2: Forever.
1: It's, like, it's be... like the Groundhog Day mm-hmm. curse. Oh, Like, yeah. I hope you live the exact life you're living forever.
2: <gasps> that was an acceptable curse. Thank I you. Like Here it. we are. Thank you. The only person, I think, who's ever failed at a curse was Chance. And that was the first episode. So he's allowed. I there was no oh thanks. Was...
1: <laughs> you're welcome.
2: <laughs> I still weirdly surprised people listen to my podcast. We're almost at uh five thousand downloads total. Oh my god. And that nuts. That's not That's nuts, nuts, nuts because you're brilliant. Stop but it. it's very
1: impressive. Stop um, it forever. It's impressive and not surprising. <laughs> that is Charlotte in in a nutshell
2: impressive but not surprising yes
1: because you're so talented and beautiful and like have so many amazing thoughts and you're like holy shit that's amazing and also of course
2: (laughs) y'all wonder why i'm in love with tucker like are you kidding me how am i supposed to deal how am i supposed to deal so we've talked a lot about, this never happens. Is there anyone you ta- want to talk about from your from your past?
1: From my past? From your uh, torrid past. Torrid past. Your
2: torrid past. I didn't put ice in this drink. I regret it.
1: There's ice in this if you want It's
2: okay. No, it's my don't. Hydro
1: Flask. <laughs> Round three.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Hydro Flasks. Always.
1: It's not even a codename. It's the real name of this water bottle.
2: Your true love will be codenamed Hydro <laughs> <laughs>
1: Flask. Nothing is truer to myself than that. Let's see. I mean, there are a lot of important relationships in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose the one that would probably need to be spoken of is codename Ribs by Lord.
2: Ribs by Lord. Oh, we love Ribs by Lord.
1: We do. I know you do. I do. I really, really care about this person Uh and this um, sweet, sweet boy. Mm -hmm. He meant the world to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very, very tricky, me trying to think about that time because it was my... Let me give context.
2: Give some context, please.
1: Here he is. Okay, so it was my senior year of high school, uh, which is already a stressful time.
2: such a time.
1: Yes, so it's a time. So it's my senior year of high school, and I have been... I have known that I have been interested in the boys Uh for a while. Right. But your boy is very... I would say maybe not my my senior year, but I was I was raised very religious, right. and I yes. was I was full of anger and self hatred mm-hmm. and all of these like many feelings that many people go through. Yes, for a long time. And this boy comes into my life who's like just a dream, mm-hmm. like is the best. Yeah, and
2: has so much love in his heart,
1: so much, mm-hmm. so much. Has a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, but like yeah. it's also like a dream of a human. Yeah, and. It's a kind of thing that was, he, when he came into my life, he was very distant from me. Like okay. I met him, I knew him, but he was very far from my circle when mm-hmm. I met him. Mm-hmm. And it was the kind of thing of, we will never be in the same circle so I can fantasize about whatever I want to fantasize about uh-huh. because it will never, I'll never have to act on it. Oh. Which is interesting. Those
2: are, those are interesting and important. And I, I think it's kind of in the same vein of like work crushes where it's like, you get to fantasize all you want and then you get to leave it all behind. Yes. And you never have to act yes. on it in any way. It's, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's so much distance, And you know?
1: for, like, a baby gay who is very closeted and uh-huh. very, like, full of angst and mm-hmm. hurt and shoving so much down, mm-hmm. that was necessary for me. And then, basically... By a weird circumstances, he became a part of my inner circle. Yeah. Like, he came to my high school, he came to my theater program, he came into my friends, mm-hmm. and it was like, well, here we are, mm-hmm. and I have let this fantasy go way too far. Yeah. And so, essentially, like, it came to be that it was the kind of thing of, like, It was weird. I think this is a thing that, I don't know if it's just a theater thing or it was just a thing in my high school, but like straight boys like to pretend that they are into other straight boys. That is a theater
2: thing. A hundred percent. That is a theater thing. Yeah.
1: I hate it now. I hated it then, but like I used that as a way to flirt with this boy without it like seeming like anything. Right. And essentially your boy got feels. Your boy's got feels hard, right. but use that as an outlet to express them. And then all of our mutual friends, who were mainly women, were like, you need to stop doing that. And it, it essentially got to the point where I was so full of this fantasy and full mm. of this hurt that like, it manifested in a way that like culminated in... Well, a relationship. Yeah. And, like, I, he was the first person I ever came out to, mm-hmm. and that was... Oh,
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. That
1: was the first thing I've ever done, the first person I've ever told, mm-hmm. and it was really hard. Codename yeah. Ribs by Lord. Yes. Um, which I love. And honestly, like, long story short, mm-hmm. that, that I've done a lot of, like, introduction to this story that I'm now going to make very short.
0: <laughs> yes. Um,
1: but essentially... This boy was with me through a really, really horrible time in my life that was, like, full of hurt and pain and indecision, Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful for him for that. Uh, And looking back, it's interesting because he's still in my life, and he ended up going to the same college as me, which, Mm -hmm. like, I'm retrospectively really thankful for.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Because I think I look at that time as, like, this that relationship as this amazing beacon of light in a horrible context of horror and and pain. And And a
2: lot of times you don't get to take that further than the time. Well, and and you romanticize
1: it. Oh, yeah. And, like, when you're not still in contact with that person... It becomes this thing of like maybe it could still be. But like I think both of us have got reached the place where it's like, we would not be good together. And we are not right for each other now, even if we were right for each other then.
2: It's amazing when this this person that you were so passionate about grows with you. Because yeah. I feel like that very rarely happens. Yeah. And you know, you look at like for instance, like Kyle was like the first person that I was ever like I liked boys, and I was like, oh, but like he was the first person, and I was like, oh my
1: god, yes.
2: But then I fucking left him behind yeah. ages ago, yeah. and you know I'm able to look at him and be like, obviously not, yes, fucking whatever. But it's like the idea that that like first, you know, kindling yeah. of your heart can yeah. like grow with you into a real person into that a you real still human. love and respect. Yes.
1: But like it's it's interesting because he's still in my life. Yeah, the fact that like. There are certain things, there's a certain relationship I know we can't have. Right. Because of what it will do to the both of us. Uh-huh. So that's just been an interesting thing, uh, like yeah. field to navigate. Mm-hmm. But I think really good for me as growing as a human by myself mm-hmm. is having him there to know that that time and what I needed him for. Will not translate to who I am as a man now, and who yeah. I am as a gay man now. Mm-hmm. Like, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think that makes that makes a lot of sense. I think that that's a very mature way to look at the situation.
1: Oh, that's good <laughs> that I made it sound like that.
2: <laughs> Honestly, what is even happening in this podcast now? No. So we did. Um, so his code name was Ribs by Lord. Yes. Can I, I explain aside. it? Oh. I don't mind
1: explaining it. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna take it in a direction, but explain it first. Okay,
1: ribs by Lord. We had very, we did, and continue had to have very different opinions on art and mm-hmm. and things we enjoyed and aesthetics and things of that nature. And so when we would be in the car together, which we spent a lot of time in the car together because neither of us could go to our homes and we couldn't express ourselves at school, so we right. spent. a Weird amount of time in the car,
2: which became—it makes sense, but it's also like it's sad, but it makes sense. It honestly
1: was the best. Like I had the best car in the world, (laughs) but that made a big difference. But essentially, the only music we (laughs) could agree on was one song by Lord, which was "Ribs" by Lord, (laughs) which became like this like funny thing, but like also. Mm Every time I hear it, I think of him. And I think every time he hears it, he thinks of me. And yeah. That's like a tricky thing. But what a perfect song. Yeah. First and of all.
2: Also, th- there's a way for you to listen to something and have it remind you of someone without it hurting or damaging you in any yeah. way. Or also without you know without it being a, pro- a problem basically where yes. it's like it's it's something where it's a memory you can cherish and you can just that can just be it yeah you know, and I can remember life. it yeah.
1: fondly without wanting it necessarily yes if that that's exactly you yeah. said
2: it so much better than I did oh that's my not God.
1: true you are smart and good Ugh, stop, but like Tucker. I lived it so hopefully I have some perspective on it
2: <laughs> exactly exactly I see I I think of songs with certain people and it's more of like. It's not that it's comedic, but it's kind of like uh, Colors by Halsey will always remind me Mm. of Julian.
0: Yeah.
2: Which is kind of ridiculous and and but sort makes of makes sense. me but it, you know yeah. it, it does make sense where it's kind of like this angsty time in my life and he was this angsty boy and it was you know so I do
1: I do I, you yeah. do know
2: you you know
1: he knows oh my gosh he's me
2: yes <laughs> but but yeah and so it's it's something that you can listen to and it's like oh, I remember this time yeah. and it's almost an, a nostalgia for this time but I don't want to live through it again. No! But it's still sort of like for a... For the love
1: of God, don't make me do that again. For the love of God,
2: please don't make me do that again because... But,
1: like, I'm better for it. Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. And and I feel like where I am now, I would do it completely differently. But sure. where I was then, no, I wouldn't, No, obviously. and I
0: needed to go through it the I way need, I did at the time. Exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. And I think that all of us are kind of like, oh, if I knew then what I knew now,
1: yeah.
2: I could do this entirely differently. And it's like, yes, I would. But I had to. Yeah, but you know? like, would it's you
1: be st- where you are now if you had not gone through what you had then? No, like, no, no,
2: not at all. Yeah. not even a little bit. But while so, we're, like, yeah. thank you
1: for pain for perspective. Yes, is essentially exactly. what I have to say.
2: But while we're talking about you know songs and stuff, uh, I want to talk about love songs, breakup songs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Talk about your favorite love song, your favorite breakup song.
1: Charlotte, do you mean my favorite Ingrid Michaelson song? <laughs> I have been oh waiting God. for 17 episodes to make that joke.
2: <laughs> I just imagine you alone in your room listening to the podcast <laughs> being like, you mean my you mean my?
1: <laughs> correct. Correct. That is exactly. You, you
2: sent me when I was getting over Julian, you sent me an Ingrid Michaelson that song. That sounds like me. Yeah, that sounds um, like you.
1: Okay. Yes. Ingrid Michaelson means the world to me. An my exact... car is named after Ingrid Michaelson. Uh-huh. Um... Over You by Ingrid Michaelson, specifically the demo track, kills me in ways I cannot speak of. That's the song you sent to me. That sounds like me. That sounds like
2: you. And it was the demo. Right? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. It's just a song that slaughters every part of you, but also just makes you feel heard Mm -hmm. and understood, and, like, you are gonna make it through this. Mm
2: -hmm. I think Tucker was one of the first people who sent me a Spotify link. I didn't have Spotify (laughs) for a very long time. I was a latecomer to Spotify. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to pay for it. No, 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 I understand. Mr. Daddy Warbucks over here. Girl, you were a student at the time.
1: (laughs) And if you're a student on Spotify, you get Hulu included.
2: Well, I didn't know that. For four ninety nine. So, okay, well I didn't know that, so I wish I I'm had I'm gonna lie about nine. the fact so, that I'm
1: a student for the rest of my life.
2: Oh god. Do you have Hulu for four ninety nine? Yes.
1: With Spotify.
2: I'm so mad. I know. Wait, anyway. can you use your can you use your I still have my U Texas email. Yeah. Can I use it? I
1: okay. think so. Okay. I don't know how that works.
2: Right, okay.
1: I Fine. again recently graduated. Um so anyway, over you by Ingrid Michaelson mm-hmm. for when I'm feeling the feels. When I'm feeling like fuck you, fuck that bullshit. That's why one of these people is named Time Machine by oh. Ingrid Michaelson. <laughs> is Time Machine by Ingrid Michaelson is mm-hmm. like a this is like I am my own person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like live my life. Mm-hmm. I deserve myself. Like yeah. that's Time Machine. That's my like fuck you breakup song. Right. My love song, which is like weird for me mm-hmm. because I don't. I don't know if there's any songs where I'm like... Like, again, when I feel passionate about a person, Mm -hmm. the love songs I listen to are, like, songs I associate with them that aren't necessarily about love. but The songs that I love about love Mm -hmm. by Ingrid (laughs) Michaelson are How You Love or How We Love is the name of the song, and it's just the most beautiful breakdown of, like... And, like, simplistic, which, like, my preferred aesthetic is like simply beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, beautiful but simplistic. And so How We Love by Ingrid Michaelson is just gorgeous Mm -hmm. because it says like we hate the rain when it fills up our (laughs) shoes but how we love when it washes our cars. Uh, Like, we love, we love, love when it does things for us Mm -hmm. that make us feel human and alive and we hate it when it hurts us. Yeah. And like, ugh. (sighs) Oh, <sighs> Ingrid Michelson, Ugh, if Ingrid you Michael's ever man. listen to this, marry me. Just kidding.
2: Angry Michelson, kind of. come on my pumpkin. Thank
1: you for everything you've done come for on me. On,
2: come on my um, podcast, please, Ingrid Michelson.
1: Yeah, so that's Thank that. You. And then, like, One for My Baby by Frank Sinatra, which is, like, okay, a really you. stupid thing. But, like, that has been, as, like, a young gay, like, uh-huh. seventh grade, I, like, really got obsessed with Frank Sinatra. And, like, One for My Baby was, like, I'll never have that because oh. Jesus said no. Um.
2: Oh. Did you own a fedora?
1: No. I never did. Good for you. What a loss.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I feel like middle school is the time if you're going to own a fedora. If you're going to own a
1: fedora, middle school is the time.
2: I owned a, a fedora in middle did you? In middle school. What color was it? It was uh white and black checkered. Of course I was I'm not kidding. I'm I conscious. got it from Charlotte Roos I'm not. Oh. This is this is all real facts happening right at this. I'm second. thankful for them. Oh yeah. Okay. It was a time. It was a time I appreciated it. It was a time of my life. I would wear a fedora for a costume party, obviously. Sure. But just like this was the one where I was like going to the mall. You, better like, wear this.
1: Cover one eye with it.
2: I had I had bangs to do that, baby. Got gotcha. like,
1: okay, had okay, I had okay. the I had the bangs, bangs. plus fedora. Bangs is plus the fedora. Only show that I'm interested and
2: in. a vest. <laughs> I did own a vest at one point.
1: Were you like a, a baby goth?
2: No. I kind of was... I, I dabbled in, in a lot of things. I never really had... Part of me is now realizing that I have like a specific aesthetic... But for a while, I was interested in a lot of different aesthetics, so I'd be, like, super, super preppy one day, and then I'd be sort of, like, seen the other day. Yeah. And I just... It was a lot of different stuff. I wanted to explore my horizons, you know? Here she is. Yeah, here she is. full
1: woman Mm -hmm. explored on the other side.
2: Yeah, and that was also before my boobs got too big to wear vests. Oh,
1: that makes sense. Yeah,
2: truly. That happened overnight. I'm not kidding. That's another story, but... (laughs)
1: <laughs> For our private podcast. <laughs>
2: For our private podcast about how much we love each other and also how quickly
1: boobs, boobs can happen. Grow. I and know I'm a lot about kidding. that as a gay man. Oh, uh, wow. Boobs, am I right? You
2: love boobs, right? I do. Yeah. As
1: like, the way a lactose intolerant person enjoys cheese and
2: <laughs> there <laughs> cows. Was, there was a uh, a Snapchat, and maybe this was a little insensitive of me, but there, you know... So sometimes when you come into freshman year of college, you're not super open and out about yourself. When you are a gay man, what? <laughs> I don't know if I don't anyone. Know I don't know if anyone that. relates to this in this room with me currently right now. But there was a person who used to hang out with us, and he was very much like, "I love women," and all right. of us were like, "No, you don't." <laughs> What you shouldn't do, you should, you should take people at their word, you should not pressure any, we didn't pressure anyone, but also at the time he had hooked up with one of our male friends, Mm. and we were like, we know, you don't know we know, but we do know, and I sent maybe an insensitive Snapchat, (gasps) but I sent it to Natalie, Mm. because he was talking about like, oh yeah, me and sex with girls, ha ha ha, and I sent a Snapchat to Natalie where it was a thought bubble. And I had written in the thought bubble, Boob's vagina. <laughs> and then I sent it uh, to Natalie. And she screenshotted it because she's the worst. I mean and I think she might still have it. But I
1: will ask her about it. Yeah. But like that's a fair thing. Like I'm it's just, a really yeah. tricky thing to be. I like am a dumb person. I think I'm the only person alive who still has time hop. <laughs> um <laughs> You gotta
2: delete Time Hop. It is not I know, good it's for a you. Bad thing it's to not have. good. I saw but, the like, picture you know, of me in the First boy yeah. I ever kissed, and I was like, "Bye." I'm I mean, I was smart enough to never it. post oh, anything. Yeah. Like, oh, I never yeah. posted anything either. It was more of like, um, a, like a cathartic move yeah. for myself. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I like, I like see things where I'm like, I never cared about the Texas Rangers that much, um, but I wanted the world to think I did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's just a strange thing. But like, I don't know what it is. I mean, I I, I do know what it is. It's like you 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 feel. You spend so much of your life Mm -hmm. dealing with the things that you don't want people to know about you and shoving those things down that you want to project and you want to share with people the things that you wish they thought of you, even if they're not the things you actually think or experience, which is tricky, if that makes sense.
2: It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think we've reached the end of our time here together.
1: Cool. (laughs) Have I talked about anything?
2: Yes, you have. I was gonna say, do you feel good about what we've discussed? Do you feel I good about what we've so? talked about?
1: I feel like I should say that, like,
2: I'm so drunk, Charlotte. <laughs> um. I did that to you. I'm sorry. I was did it your on purpose. Fault. It was all my fault. Um,
1: I should say that, like, should I even talk about my family? I shouldn't.
2: Do you want to? Throw it out. I don't know. You can talk about your family.
1: Because the thing that I want to say that I Uh like wrote down a thing about Mm -hmm. was like, it was the only thing I wrote about because I was like, I should have a way to write about this Uh or have a way to express this. Yes. Is that like my family is so important to me Uh and I've never doubted for a second, unlike any other relationship in my life, how much my family loves me and supports me as a human. Yes. They are, my dad's a pastor. Mm -hmm. My family's very religious. Yes. um, And they do not support the fact that I would ever, like, be with a man, which Uh is really hard. And, like, the only time I've... I was always the easy child. So, like, Uh I never asked them for anything. I never needed anything Mm -hmm. from them. Like, I was always the very self-sustaining one, the one that never caused a problem. And Uh so, like, when I came out, it became a very... To them, it was a very different experience. Right. Because it was the first time in my life we've ever fought. And that was, like, really tricky. But it, it became the thing of, like... They have never in my life, even after coming out, have asked me to compromise my beliefs Mm -hmm. or stopped loving me or Mm -hmm. or questioned my validity as an intelligent human Mm -hmm. about the fact that I believe what I believe and I feel the way I feel. And they've never questioned the fact that this is the way I feel or that I was born this way or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And I think... I think what's hard for people to understand off on the outside is that it would be hypocritical of me to ask them to compromise their beliefs when they don't ask me to compromise mine. And that I love them wholeheartedly and they are so important to me, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: despite the fact that they don't support that part of my life. Which is, like, really tricky and, like, so hard and heartbreaking Mm -hmm. and difficult. But, like, they have never pushed me away. They have never shut me down for the things that I feel. They've Mm -hmm. never questioned whether or not those things are valid Mm -hmm. or I don't know. I mean, I just think, I think it's important to recognize that like, like if I'm not angry with my parents, you don't get to be right. like, which is like tricky. No. No, I get that. If my, my parents fully practice what they preach. And so if they think I'm going to be in hell because I don't believe in God, then like, How little would I think of them if I didn't think they were going to fight for me to be in heaven with them? Like, does that make sense?
2: Yeah, no, it makes sense and I want to cry about it, but like, it does.
1: And that's that's a tricky thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know why it felt important not, to share not,
2: that. Not, I, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm gonna cry because but it's just like the way that you are so passionate about speaking is is the thing that makes me cry. <laughs> not, not the subject. No, no, no. Matter, I just completely like, understand. Let me yeah. explain this, and I'm just like, oh my god, yeah. I feel, I feel. I just I feel think so
1: there are so many right layers now. to like to that that people don't understand is the fact mm. that like people aren't. People who are doing it right, people who are doing religion right, which mm-hmm. there is a right way to do it, oh, yeah. aren't believing the things they believe because they wanna be pious. They're doing it because they think it means eternal damnation. Yeah. Or or, or eternal like fulfillment and mm-hmm. joy for the people that they love. Yeah. And so if they're if they're living a life in a way that is mm-hmm. uplifting and loving and uh, I don't even know. Like in a way that empowers the people that they love, mm-hmm. but it's not supporting that one part of them. Don't think that that doesn't mean that they don't love them and that yeah. they're not. I don't know. That's just a, a thing that's really hard. Is like you I. For I here he is. Thanks
2: for struggling. trying to put that into I'm words. It's, because so that's the hardest thing to put into words. Yeah, I it mean, it's like. just
1: like I. I think it would be difficult for me to respect my parents if. I knew what they believed and they didn't fight for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, they didn't fight for me to do the thing that they think is gonna mean mm-hmm. eternal salvation. Yeah. Like, which, like, is not what I believe, but, mm-hmm. like, it's what they believe. Yeah. So, of course, like, that's what they're gonna fight for is the person that they love mm-hmm. to be saved mm-hmm. and to be healthy and yeah. to be fulfilled. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I just think, I mean, I said this before, but like love means different things to different people mm-hmm. and even, especially when people come at life from a completely different perspective mm-hmm. of you, of like what they put first is not of this earth, which like fucking sucks mm-hmm. if you do yeah, at me. But like, that's just a thing to think about. I don't know. Yeah, Here he is.
2: We love him. So I guess I have one last question for you. Do you? Yeah, Tucker Martin. What does love feel like?
1: Oh, okay. I'm not gonna pretend that I haven't thought about this. Right. And, like how I was gonna answer because mm-hmm. no one pulls this shit out of their ass. Oh yeah. I refuse to. After that. the
2: first couple episodes, everyone like thinks about it. Yeah, like it
1: go at least. Natalie Patton for like being smart and mm-hmm. actually being in love. <laughs> 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 but for me, having thought about it and also having observed my Mm -hmm. parents and like the way that they love Mm -hmm. and um i will say that i will use a metaphor of a thing i also haven't done similar to never having been in love amazing (laughs) um i think love is like climbing mount everest which is like weird i know that's let me explain Mm -hmm. um so Climbing a mountain, so I've heard, is, like, the hardest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, very difficult, so challenging, a lot of work. And every day you want to quit. And every day you're getting closer to the night where it's just going to get worse. Right. Um, And every time you're going through the night, you think, God, I could turn around. I could quit. I could give up on this. I could just go home. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But when the sun rises and when you get to the peak and when you're done there's no moment where you feel more alive. You feel more in touch with the fact that you get to be living this life and how beautiful it is mm-hmm. and how amazing it is and how worth it it is. No matter how much shit you had to go through and how much shit you had to fight through, you get to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think when I think of love and when I think of what I want and when I, I think of how hard so much of it is going to be, that's the thing that makes it worth it is the fact that that it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and it's going to be hard but it's going to be worth it.
2: That's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. I'm
1: good. Uh. He's trying. <laughs> Thank he you is. so
2: much for being on the <gasps> of course. Pod, I'm sorry hey? I talked for
1: 12 years. No,
2: it's a, it's so fine. I love it. It's amazing. You're fantastic. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Love Drunk Pod. Follow me on Instagram at O Charlotte Rose. Follow me on Twitter at O Char Rose. Please plug your social media. He
1: is at Trucker Farton on Instagram and Twitter. Amazing. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Um, go follow him. He's amazing and single. And if you like boys, if you are a boy who like boys. <sighs>
1: He also Please likes Please go and
2: date. He's so handsome. Just even, just go look at his profile. He's amazing. I love him. Obviously, I'd be dating him if I could, but whatever. It's fine. I'm not mad about it at all. I will just snuggle with him forever until I die. <laughs> snuggles. Snuggles. I love the snuggles. Aww. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's, I think that's all I got. Cool. Damn
1: here he is damn
2: we're done here he is here she is cue natalie
1: patton's fun theme. oh
2: my god thank god but for charlotte rose and tucker martin at love drunk be loved and stay drunk my friends we love you good night